Talk lines open now at 247-2000. Hello, 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 and welcome to the First City Forum, brought to you by Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. We're already having a great time in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so excited to bring you another Queer Talk Wednesday. You know, people love Queer Talk Wednesday. It's something new. It's something fresh. It's something that no one ever does here in Southeast Turn up your volume. You can't hear. Ryan cannot hear himself. <laughs> oh, can, no. you hear now? can you hear now? Can you hear now? Can you hear now? Can you hear now? Uh, oh, hey, I'm here. There we go. Hey. There we go. Perfect. Hello, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Hello, JD. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm well. I'm in the studio with Ryan McHale and JD Martin. Ryan is the founder and editor of Loud and Queer magazine. And JD is one of the board members, along with myself. And she's also yes. she also works with uh, the Ketchikan Pride Alliance, uh, WISH, and, and all kinds of different organizations. Uh, so I am really excited to have you guys in the studio today. I always look forward to, to a Queer Talk yeah, Wednesday. It's my favorite segment. Because we always, sometimes it gets deep, sometimes it's just ridiculous. And I think today is going to be one of those more ridiculous days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking about um, different queer terms, right? Like clocking and gaydar and throwing shade. So we're going to get into what all those things mean and what they mean to us. Uh, yes. So, uh, but first, I want to talk a little bit about the magazine. We are expanding we are. Ryan, let's talk about it. Yeah, so um, I just printed out a bunch of new copies because we have uh, at least two new communities that we're going to be in, uh, Tenneke Springs and Pelican. And uh, earlier, JD was like, uh, where are those? And I was like, I don't know, somewhere north, and they're in southeast. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been in Alaska for four years now, and I still, I know, I feel like I'm getting a grasp on some of like the bigger communities, and I'm, I'm using the term big loosely, you know, like... Craig and Heidelberg are like right, big right. in this context. So sometimes when you're like Pelican, I'm like, sure, that like, sounds like an Alaskan that? place. I have no idea. See, I've only ever been to Ketchikan and to Craig for a uh, for their Chamber of Commerce gig. They uh, they they hired me to to, to uh, ferry out there and perform, Ooh, which nice. was really fun. Yeah, we're actually we're in Craig. Um, here, let me pull it up. So we're in uh, currently we're only in uh, 19 communities, but we're going to be I think in 21 That's pretty soon, so much. right? So we're in Angoon, we're in Kaufman Cove, Craig, Gustavus, Haynes, Hyder, Juno. We're also in uh, Stewart over in BC. Fabulous. Um, just because Stewart Hyder. Wait, wait. So are we international? We are international. We are international. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're in. There's one uh, queer girl in um, in in Stewart that. Uh, uh, I send two copies to Hyder, and then my friend uh, Caroline uh, hands it over to her friend, who she just recently came out, and and this is like a thing for her to, I guess, find community. Fabulous! In, I love right? it. Right? Um, we're in Juno. We're in Cake. Obviously, Ketchikan, Cloak, Metlakatla, Petersburg, Port Alexander. That's also on Prince of Wales. I found out. Um, Skagway, Sitco, Whale Pass, also on Prince of Wales. Um, Wrangell, Yakutat, and Valdez. Um, Valdez isn't necessarily in uh, Southeast, but they're an honorary member, I, I would guess. Yeah, I, f I feel like yeah. they have kind of East <laughs> energy, like Southeast yeah. communities. We have all of this like artsy, crunchy stuff going on, yeah. so they're kind of like that. I think they're kind of the limit, though. You can't yeah. really go much further than yeah, that. Yeah, because after that, you start getting into Anchorage, yeah. and like Anchorage needs to do their own thing. They, <laughs> yeah. they have what two hundred thousand people. Yeah. They can create their own. I sign. think they've got like a million or something, don't they? I don't. We know. don't. There's not a million people in the state of Alaska. <laughs> I think okay. we have like just under eight hundred thousand. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Well, there we go. So we're in all these different communities, and we're forever expanding. I want to go. I want to be in Anchorage, right? right? Like we should. We should be like everywhere. Yes, but I don't. I don't want Anchorage to like. 
take over, you know, our little what, baby. Yeah, our they little never, design. They, they can never. Yeah. <laughs> they can never. South I'm just like strong. throwing shade at Anchorage because, like, you <laughs> know, they have a Taco Bell and whatever. And, 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 and we are jealous and of Rose. that Taco Bell and, and that Chick fil A because they have a Chick fil A too, don't they? They have an Applebee's too. Oh, how dare. Yeah, I know. And an Outback. Like. <laughs> what I wouldn't and give an for an Applebee's a lava cake. Oh, oh. dude, Applebee's half price apps. And you know like what? They aren't even, and, and they aren't even that good. But it's like they when aren't. you when you There's don't like, have them, it's like I want them. Yeah. There's something about living in Ketchikan and these more like rural parts of Alaska that really make you sort of appreciate capitalism in a weird <laughs> way, where you're like, I can't wait to go to a city and have fast food and Applebee's. You know, and, and then go and then, shopping, and then you go there and you're like, oh my god, this is all really disgusting. And <laughs> Back home is so much better. That was exactly when I went to Anchorage a couple summers ago. I remember driving around being like, oh my God, there's a Home Depot and a Lowe's, and they're like right across from each other. I was like, whoa. And then I saw an Applebee's. But then I'm like, dang, I'm like just driving through strip malls and parking lots, and I don't want this. And I had been in Ketchikan at that point for like nine months, and I'm like, I haven't really missed this. No. Right? Like, yeah. we got Madison's. I know all the people at Madison's. They're always super helpful. Yeah. Right? That, like, I don't feel anxious when I go or I feel into like a I was store. just down in Washington visiting my girlfriend, and she lives outside of the Tri Cities, which were a place I don't even know existed until <laughs> I started dating her. Um, but, you know, it's a little city in, in, in southern Washington and we went out to a strip mall there and we went to Target and PetSmart and stuff which is great <laughs> but like I was, remember standing in the parking lot and being like this feels just like being in Albuquerque where I'm originally from right? I'm like it's all it's all the same thing mm. and you don't get that it could be any city right yeah when you're in those big like marketplaces and strip malls right it could be anywhere it's yeah. like copy and paste basic commerce right. here but Ketchikan doesn't have that it's so unique it's, I love yeah. it. I mean, we have a Walmart, but it's still uh, like a small But it's not like Walmart. a yeah. real Walmart. It closes at 10 p.m. <laughs> and you like know everybody there. Like you see the same <laughs> greeters and stuff. You're like, this right. is great. Like, <laughs> so I want, to, I want to talk a little bit about uh, submissions and, and, and as well as our New Year goals for uh, for the for Loud and Queer magazine. Like we've said, we're already in 21 communities and we are international, darling. So and this has all happened within a year. Right. Isn't that crazy? It's really crazy. Right? Actually, we're not yeah. even at a full year yet. Yeah. Oh, wow. I don't think we started until February wow. um, of last year, right? I think we that might have had a starting right. meeting. Like that, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you want to get a free copy, if you're listening, um, I don't know how far this these radio waves go, but if you're listening sure. in Southeast um, and if you're a librarian or an instructor or a student and or even just a community member and you want a copy, you didn't hear your community, um, you don't have a zine there. Uh, let us know. You can send us an email at loudandqueerketchacan uh, at gmail.com. And um, if you sh- send a, is it gmail.com? Yeah, it's gmail. Yeah, okay. Uh, is it .com or is it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of <laughs> forgot how emails work. Um, but if, if you send us uh, an email, you can let us know and we'll send a free copy to your community. Uh, and if you want to like maybe purchase one, you can also do that too. But we always send free copies to public libraries and schools. So Fabulous. And yeah. you guys can find free copies of the uh, zine online oh, at yeah. loudandqueercatchacan.com. So uh, you can always print your own copies at home. They won't be as pretty as the ones that we have for you, but you can always uh, view and uh, print those out for your own uh, viewing and enjoyment pleasures. Yes, and thanks to Pioneer Printing, we use them for our printing here in Ketchikan, Ketchikan Daily News. Shout out um, to Pioneer Printing. Yeah, Melissa, Pioneer Printing is amazing. Thank you, Melissa. Okay, so <laughs> the next zine, which is our anniversary zine, I guess, right? Oh my goodness. Actually, 
no, it's still a winter zine. We our first one was in April. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's not yet, but it's really kicking off our second year, though. Oh my goodness! So right? uh, so we're uh, we're taking submissions for that now. Yeah, yeah, we're already starting. We'll get out a flyer soon and, and start posting those on social media and throughout the community. Um, but yeah, submissions can take any form, whether that's visual art, like paintings, graphics, drawings. Um, it could be poetry, quotes or excerpts from a songs or movies or short stories, um, interviews. It could be uh, your personal manifesto. Uh, it could be journal entries or creative writing, fiction, nonfiction, photography, right? Yeah. It, it even can be, be literally like anything. Recommendations of like, oh, I saw you know this great queer movie, or there's a podcast, a, yeah, or, a podcast, or, or songs, yeah, or even in town, be like, I you know told my teacher I was queer, and they were very supportive, like stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that would be great. Um, so if, if you want to email us, um, you can email us uh, at loudandqueerketchacan at gmail You could. Uh, send us a message on Facebook if you know in any of our profiles. Um, you can do that. But uh, yeah, and also if you want to design our next issue cover, uh, you could be on the front cover of Loud and Queer, and you just need to include the title Loud and Queer and uh, the phrase based in Ketchikan representing Southern Southeast or Southeast Alaska, actually. Um, yeah, and just send that in and. We've got some great submissions already um, already set for this next issue, which is cool. We actually recently got a submission of the first baby born in Ketchikan oh. for the new year. And um, she, she's got two mamas, and it oh made me God. so happy when I saw it. It was in the front page of Ketchikan Daily News, and it was um, the little baby Riley welcoming into 2022. First baby born in Ketchikan for the new year. Wasn't she born in Wrangell, or am I wrong? Well, her, family's, her family's from Wrangell, oh, but they were born, born in Ketchikan. Ketchikan. But they're living in Wrangell. Right, okay. so I reached out to them, um, and uh, they sent me a photo of the, the two of them with with their baby so yes oh shout out to little baby riley yes. and the two mamas we love that it's oh, very wonderful. cool to like see queer joy in southeast alaska and like really that like southeast is and alaska in general should and is welcoming to people of all gender identities and sexualities right yes oh this is so this is wonderful news and right? I, I, that really Isn't warmed that my cold dark heart <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know and speaking of things like that like uh the the new year being brought in with the first baby born in ketchikan being from a queer family uh let's talk about the the new year goals for for ourselves for the magazine and yeah. and, and and so on and so forth and you know i, I know we talked a little bit ryan about what our new year goals would be uh, uh, bef just before the actual new year. Yeah. And let's talk about how how we're making those things happen. Like for for me personally, uh, I I'm done with a previous job I had, and now I'm working more in and using my voice and using my presence to make money again. So I'll I'll be. Uh, I don't know if I can even say this right now, but I've got a, a sweet opportunity to host a really popular show here in Ooh. the summertime. Ooh. So I'll, I, I think I'm going to ink those contracts this week. So, um, <laughs> so I'll be talking more about that soon. And then um, I'm working as an AE here at the station. So I'll be out there uh, selling you guys ad space and, uh, and, uh, and uh, managing the accounts that we currently have. So you'll hear my uh, voice on the uh, commercial airwaves. Oh, soon. nice. So, 
that's exciting. Uh, and so that was a big part of my New Year goal was to use my voice more and use my presence more in order to sustain my, my life in a more um, reasonable way. Uh, how, how have your New Year goals been going, Mark? Um, they're going good so far. I try to set goals that are doable because um, I know myself. Um, and I think part of what it is for me is making sure that things fit into my life so I'm not just like burnt out by the end of January and be like, forget this goal. Um, so I've been trying to go be more physically active. Um, so I've been going to the, uh, the pool about like, uh, once a week or so, maybe twice a week and trying to swim a mile, which is pretty doable for me. Um, so I've been trying to just do that more consistently. Um, even if it's like a half a mile, uh, one day and a half a mile another day, but just trying to get in a mile a week. That's great. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Can I like rain on your parade for a second and, oh, give, no, you, and give you my my, my my public pool horror story? Oh gosh! Yeah. So I used to love to swim. I would swim uh, three times a week. It was my cardio, so it was yes. my favorite thing. So I would go to the YMCA back home and I would swim three times a week. It was fabulous. I was looking good. It was a fun thing. So one day. I went to Walmart and I bought myself a new pair of goggles and I'm excited. I'm going to go throw these goggles on. I'm going to see where I'm going and the chlorine pool. I'm excited. So I, I throw on those goggles. I get in the water. Uh Oh, what do you see? And everywhere I look, there's snot. There are band-aids. I, in in my mind, at least there was a a poop. I'm sure there's hair too. In my mind, in in my mind, there was a poop. I don't know if there was actually a poop, but in my mind, there was a poop. Yeah. And everywhere I look, this is just everywhere. So I see this guy. He also has goggles on, so he sees what he's doing. He literally swims through a minefield forest of snot. And I swear to God, Ryan, I have not been in a public pool since. That was was maybe 10 years ago. Maybe it was better just to not have goggles and not see it. (laughs) You know what? They they do say ignorance is bliss. But now that that I know what's going on, I I literally have not been in a public pool in years. Dang. Well, I have to say the rec center is pretty clean, but I also don't, I wear glasses and I I just have goggles in the pool and they're not prescription. So I'm not seeing everything. Ryan, do not put those goggles on. (laughs) Keep those goggles off. Yeah, seriously. When I, I worked at, I worked at the Y, um, in my hometown for like seven years and, uh, pools are gross. Um, but the chlorine does, uh, cancel out everything. That chlorine is so strong. Um, it could like, I don't know, burn the hair off your arm. I know, I know it's true, but there's something about that yeah. that 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 gelatinous mung mound uh, of snot. I just I just couldn't do it. It's it's very communal. JD, <laughs> JD, how, JD, how are your New Year goals going? I I don't feel like I could top this. Um, so I I kind of um, I, I like what Ryan was saying about wanting to set like sustainable goals like I always like I hate like the new year where there's like all this pressure to just like upend your entire life and do everything different um so I sort of have some similar goals I want to get outside more this year which is like everything was covered in ice for a while so that did not happen but my like big life goal is that I'm actually applying to grad school so I started that process which is exciting what do you want to study um that that is oh, that is don't a have to know. question. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I have a degree in sociology, so I'm I'm just continuing to study social nice. scientists. It, it aligns with the work I'm already doing and um, stuff. So I, that that's, is very that's cool. What I'm doing, so. Yeah, Best of luck. Thanks. Yeah, I'm like looking at you know how, how do you pay for grad school? Oh, it's a geez. whole thing. It's, I know. 
Yeah. 30 but, years, that's how you pay for oh that Oh, my school. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Stop scaring me. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I did a, a year program for my grad school, and it's it's taking me a while to pay, pay oh that off. Goodness. If you could get grants or, or some type of scholarship. um, Are you thinking of, like, online school or in yeah, person? My, well, my goal is to be able to keep my job and work oh, nice. through okay. getting my grad That'll degree. cut down on costs. Yeah. So I'm hoping to, yeah, to just keep working and going, which I know, I know that will suck. I know the like working full time and And going to school school. will be hard, but you know, but it's, it's an investment in my future, right? (laughs) And it is amazing. So shout out to you, JD. Thank you. You're so kind. I love that. That is great. Uh, So uh, I want to talk a little bit about the mission of the zine and then we're going to go on a quick break before we get into the uh, the uh, breakdown of different queer terminology. Ooh, I'm, excited. I'm excited. It's gonna be so much yeah. fun. Okay, so yes, yeah, so the mission for this for, for the oh, zine yeah. for uh, for 2022. What are yeah, we so, what are we are we going for? Right? So the the zine are, the collective is our goal is to inform, inspire, and build community. And I think for 2022, a lot of what we're trying to focus on is building our capacity. Um, we really were able to, I guess, like. Uh, set some roots down this over this past year, get into communities. But I think one of my goals for the following for, for this year would be to get in all of the communities in Southeast. Um, and then beyond just having our zine present in libraries and school libraries, really starting to build those relationships. Um, and I, I recently uh, started um, going to attending meetings via zoom with actually a collective throughout the state of Alaska, which is super cool. And they call themselves the queer collective as well. Um, but we're the Ketchikan queer collective. There we um, go. Right. Um, but I think that is really exciting because it's trying to see, Hey, as a large collective of either small pride groups or, or things like that, how can we address issues that we're facing on a statewide level? And I think generally that's where I want to go with this, that we are, addressing locally and regionally uh, issues and, and and things around identity and, and, and health and safety and doing that, but then also saying, hey, how can we get this movement on a statewide level so we can enact some change too? Yes, so, come together as a community. Right? Yes. It'd be very cool, even if it's virtually. And, and JD, you had mentioned yeah. too, is like trying to reach out to different um, GSAs or, or things like that. Yeah. Get more people in the collective as well. Absolutely, because I feel like... I'll- uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan. I think everyone in our collective right now is housed here in Ketchikan. Yeah. So it would be very, I think, extraordinarily valuable to have people join the collective from other parts of Southeast because I'm sure definitely. life out in Will Pass looks very different than it does here in Ketchikan. Yeah, and definitely. That, that representation is so important. Yeah, I think that's a, a great goal to try and get people, and, and especially to, um, I think we're probably all in our mid 20s um and 30s well, well, <laughs> thank you. yeah yeah well 20s, 20s was uh, last year <laughs> so is is maybe trying to get some younger audiences involved and really trying to um get a younger participation in the zine um so as we start aging out uh we can have younger people sort of taking on that that uh, mantle right picking up the yes. baton absolutely and just kind of keeping things going uh, uh so uh we're gonna take a quick commercial break don't go anywhere because we're gonna get into some fun stuff here on uh queer talk wednesday don't go anywhere 
Welcome back to Queer Talk Wednesday here on the First City Forum. Hey, Ryan. Hey, JD. How, how you doing? Hello. Good. How are you? Now, for those just joining us, uh, for the first time, maybe this Wednesday, so Queer Talk Wednesday, we talk about issues and, and topics uh, relating to the LGBT community. Sometimes they're deep. Sometimes they're silly. Today, they're going to be kind of silly. So I want to talk a little bit about queer terminology, mm-hmm. like just different words that we use that, that maybe you've heard in pop culture. Yeah. Uh, and, sort of and, like in the community language, right? Exactly. Like, like throwing shade or clocking or gaydar and or 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 or, or turning uh so let's talk a little bit about the word gaydar yeah. your, your, your your queer word of the of the day, <laughs> queer word of the day. <laughs> so um i we mentioned this earlier i have terrible gaydar um same because i usually if i'm attracted to someone i just want them to be gay and i'm just like <laughs> For real, i feel that in my soul where i'm just like oh yeah they must be gay because i'm into them <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what? I have the worst gaydar ever because I feel like because I'm really tall and I kind of present myself in sort of an outrageous way anyways, people stare at me a lot. <laughs> so I'm always catching people staring at me, always catching them giving me eyes. I'm like, are you checking me out? Are you just looking at me because I'm a, a, a major spectacle? <laughs> like what what's going on here? So I feel like I've never really had good gaydar ever. Yeah. How about you, JD? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she has a pretty good story. <laughs> okay, yes, I do have a story. So, personally, I have really good gaydar for, like, women who are not fully out yet. Okay. Um, and if for those of you who don't maybe know all the terminology, but out is, like, you know, when, when you're acknowledging that you're a member of the community. So, I definitely have had some experiences where... I have been the first woman some women have dated because okay. they were like, but the funny story that I wanted to share <laughs> is how my gaydar for, I don't even know why, but for people who are out and like living very openly out, sometimes it just goes way over my head. Just foosh. This was several years ago. It was 2017 or 18. I think I'd been living in the community for about six months and Joe and I had a mutual friend group, but him and I hadn't really talked a lot yet. Uh-huh. And one of our friends was having a birthday party where we were watching Jurassic Park um, and we were playing a drinking game and the drinking game as I recall was we drink every time Jeff Goldblum is sexy now which is every time <laughs> let's, let's, let's make this clear it's, it's never a time it's, it's so true um, I'm not in I understand the appeal of Jeff Goldblum he's not my type um, so I was like I don't eyes. I don't know how to tell when Jeff Goldblum is being sexy and I feel like there were a couple other women in the room, even straight women who are also like, I don't know how to tell when Jeff Goldblum is being sexy. <laughs> but so Joe we, does. Yes, oh, yeah, I do. Okay. We elected Joe to tell us when to drink. So we're like drinking and watching the movie and Joe is telling us when Jeff Goldblum is sexy. We're just having the best time. Um, and then later on after the movie, there was some conversation happening. And I believe somebody jokingly said to Joe, like, don't hit on my brother. It was something like that. And afterwards, I was like, Joe's gay? Surprise. I was like, I just thought he liked Jeff Goldblum. I had no idea he was gay. Jeff Goldblum super fan. But, like, think about it from my perspective. I'm like, here's a straight man who is, like, telling all of these women when Jeff Goldblum is sexy. That's what was happening in my brain. Oh, <laughs> so, accepted it. Bless, terrible, bless her heart. Terrible gaydar. I'm sorry, yeah. Joe. Um, no, that is phenomenal. <laughs> but let me just talk about this for a second, because Jeff Goldblum is beautiful, okay? <laughs> let me, uh, anyone who thinks differently, you just don't know how to, how to pick him out, okay? <laughs> 
he's like that ripe tomato in, 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 in the grocery store. I don't know. I don't know. So, so Gator, Gator, and, and you know, Gator feeds sort of into our next term, clocking, because Gator sort of refers to like a police gun, like a police beating, like a radar, right? Radar, right. Yeah. And then, and then clocking is when you 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 clock them. You 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 find you find that person who's going over seventy miles an hour <laughs> in and, a thirty-five, and, and now and now you know yes. that that is who it is. So clocking is when you um, basically can look at someone and then you realize without them telling you that they're queer in some in some way. It refers often to trans uh, members of the community. Where, uh, where, where basically someone sees their uh, their birth gender through what they're presenting. Yeah. So th- that was something. It came up. Um, we were talking about this because uh, my mom is watching Jeopardy, and uh, my mom's a super fan of a woman on Jeopardy right now, trans woman who is like I forget her name, but uh, she is the top winning woman on Jeopardy, and she's like fourth in the entire history of Jeopardy for her winnings. And she's super out about being trans, about having a wife and sort of this like, I guess, like a moment for her that it's not just winning for herself, but it's also for the queer community. But before that, my mom said that her and my stepdad are watching Jeopardy and my stepdad had no idea that that she was trans. And my mom sort of was suspecting it. Right. Uh And um, I had a conversation with my mom about how like sort of the language that she was using is sort of like this clocking because sometimes people will like seek that out where they're just like, I know that there's something different about that person and I'm going to find out. I'm like, mom, that's not maybe not necessarily the right way to go about doing this. Right. Right. Like she's a woman. Right. She's on Jeopardy. Just take that at face value. Right. Yeah. Um, But it was interesting because that's when I brought up clocking and then. I, she was like, "Well, where does that come from?" My mom's always into like etymologies of words and using and using uses of words, and that's when we just looked it up now, and it's that it's like a police officer saying like, "Hey, I clocked you at seventy five and a thirty five, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, I'm caught, right?" It's sort yeah. of like the, you're trapped. Um, so yeah, within the trans community, I, I know that that isn't necessarily a word that is great. I guess it's a right. bad feeling, right? When when someone clocks you. Um, but it could also be within the queer community. I would say that it's more like a recognizing, uh, maybe a similar relation, right? It, You're like yeah. exactly because it's not exclusive to trans. It can also refer to 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 gay men, uh, yeah. lesbian women, and 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 so on and so forth. Even it's basically just like basically the- just like. I like I see you. Yes. I see you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh you know what? And within the trans I am always so impressed. Because I, I know some trans women who are totally unclockable. You'll never know a mile away. You can be right up close looking them in the eye. You'll never know. And it's, it's all- like certain I've seen drag queens too where you don't you can't tell and that's called fish. Uh-huh. There we go. Right? Fish. Let, let, yes. let, Have let, you heard of that? Talk. I had not. You, this is you, a new you word. You don't know fish? Oh, we're is getting it, okay, deep into it. Okay, dumb question. Is it spelled yeah. with an F or a PH? Is it like Oh, no, fish? that's the it's, band. It's, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like totally out of my depth. So, um, so fish is when you have. I don't a, know really the definition. Well, it's you? when it's when you have a trans woman or maybe a a, uh, a drag queen who uh, who is presenting as female, though that isn't their birth gender, and you cannot clock them. You cannot clock them. They absolutely look just is that like a passing. Yeah, it's, passing it's, it's, too. It's, 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 it's called passing. But but when you see that uh, in the community, you say, "Oh, you're serving fish." What it, where did this come from? What is what it, is the? It comes from um, 
it's just an old school it's kind of derogatory actually Um, it's it's a little it can be a little derogatory depending on how you look at it because i think it comes from um the the naturally sort of uh fishy smell that some women can give you know what i I mean so so that's where it comes from in the terms of the queer community but it's a it was it's a very it's like an old school terminology and i think too that it's it's only used for drag queens there we go i think passing is is more for for yeah for trans. Oh, for trans. passing as trans um fish, fish is, is more for queens. being drag yeah when you're performing and you and you don't pre- and you don't identify as female and you're just serving that look so hard that you're just get, you're, you're just serving fish yeah i understand and it's and it not, not gender but but sex assigned at birth right that's that's the difference yes. there we yes. go um, and and passing just I don't know that we gave that definition, but that's when um when a trans person, either male or female or whatever non-binary right. whatever, um, when you can't tell that they are trans, trans. Um, which I think is important. And I guess too, part of that could be also like, I sometimes I pass as a heterosexual um, because I have to put on my heterosexual voice when right. I go like. <laughs> There was one time we were at Madison's and I was with my roommate and I was trying to get some lumber and I like blacked out and I came to after with you, the lumber in the car. You put on your straight Sona. Yeah. And then my roommate's sitting next to me in the car and he goes, what was that? And I go, what, what do you mean? And he's like, you just got like such a deeper voice. You, you sounded like a, like a total like dude. I can't even imagine you doing this. And I was like, he was like, you were super assertive. And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, he's like, what? And I'm like, well, that's like code switching, right? Is that oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. is, is, and, and this isn't just to the queer community, right? But like, it was because I was in a more, I guess, heterosexual space, sort of understanding how you navigate that space. Uh-huh. It like, I naturally in certain spaces like that will, will tone down my queerness, right? Yes. And, and try and be assertive like a man <laughs> i will say right you don't always present as super queer like you do have a lot no. of masculine things go- going yeah. on yeah yeah so but I mean, you definitely pass pass more for a mask than me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know jd i don't know what you were thinking i absolutely listen, listen from the time i was a child was like a people- mile away i could see joe <laughs> I, I don't know i'm just so bad with i don't know from the time i was a child i've never been able to hide it okay it's, it's just who I am, darling. Just who I am. All right. Is there another word in here that we got to find out? Shade. Shade. Yeah. Shade. Now this is where I, where I, I like this queer lingo. We should do this more. We often. should. Oh, yeah. I love this. There's, now, a, there's a whole list I'm looking through right now. Oh my god. Now now shade. Like, ones that are appropriate to say yes, on the radio, true. Ryan. Yes. <laughs> now shade is where I live, baby. Oh, tell us. I am is. I am the king of throwing shade. I love throwing shade. Shade is my favorite thing. So my favorite quote about shade comes from the uh, the uh, groundbreaking documentary uh, Paris is burning and and the uh, the uh, trans woman and in, in that documentary he goes shade is I don't have to tell you you're ugly because you already know you're ugly it's Ooh. basically just like a psychological mind twist where it's like you you're saying things and you're sort of putting someone down but they don't know you're putting them down they're just internalizing it's like oh like oh it, it, is are they putting me down like Oh wait, are my nails 
really tattered. Like, oh, wait, are my shoes terrible? <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? It's like that John Mulaney quote of like, I love how you'll just wear anything. <laughs> yes. Or, or wait, I saw this yes. thing. It was posting on people's like profile pictures, like just a normal profile picture. It was like, you're so brave for posting this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's vile. Like, turn, turn on any episode of Golden Girls, rest in peace, Betty White, yes. and, and and the whole show so is much just shade. shade. Like yes. every scene, every word, it's just all shade, and I live for and it. I feel yeah. like is this one of those terms that like originated in the queer community oh, and is yes. sort of like because I feel like I everybody mm. kind of knows what war. I might be painting in a large no, paintbrush no. here, but I feel like. It, it's added. Throwing it's shade. become part of oh, our like. Every, everyone knows throwing shade. It's, it's it's been around forever. And we talked about it last last week too. That um like how queer culture um and queer language gets like appropriated to the larger community, yeah. right? Or like fashion and things like that is like the queer community's on the pulse, right? And then yes. the rest of the world is kind of just like, oh, that's fashion. Yes. <laughs> so okay. So what is your what is it, what's your form of shade? I feel like everyone has their own form oh, of throwing geez. shade. What's What's, what's your type of shade? I would say for me, I throw the kind of shade that's very personal. It's a very individual. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to do anything crazy that's going to affect your business or, like, affect your your ability to make money. But I'm going to make sure, if, if like, if I feel like throwing shade at you, I'm just going to psychologically work you real quick. <laughs> I don't throw shade enough. I need to start throwing shade. Oh, Ryan, stop. I'm not doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> I need to be a better queer. See, he, he's he's too masculine. Like, get get out of here, Ryan. You're not even queer. <laughs> no, I can try. <laughs> um, you know, it's like um, one thing that I love is like watching uh, like RuPaul Drag yes. Race, right? And seeing um, them like the library is open. It's time to read, right? And you start throwing shade. And some of the, some of the um, drag queens queens don't really know how to throw shade and they're just mean <laughs> right exactly. like that's not what it is i would no. be that person where i'm just like i don't know how to do this subtly or how to do this like eloquently so i'd just be mean and to be like ryan that's not nice <laughs> and i'd be like i'm sorry i'm trying my hardest oh my god i so working in customer service and retail for so long oh, true, oh my to. goodness uh, oh god god there oh should i even say this on the air i don't know i <laughs> Okay, so there was someone who would come into a certain store that I used to work for. And they, so vague, I love and, it. And they were yeah. just so horrible. Like, they would do all these really crazy things all the time. They were super loud, super insane. Uh, so, one day, the, uh, there was a, a dog that would come into, that would be in the store some, sometimes. And this person goes, Oh my God, oh my God, you have the best smile to the, to the, uh, to the dog. And I said, Oh my God, he does have the best smile. Right, you guys have sort of similar smiles. They're both so beautiful, oh. <laughs> and, the, the, and they never caught on. They never caught on. <laughs> just like just a little bit of shade, you know. <laughs> I know. It's, I'm oh, so you know sorry. It's so terrible. Is um, this was we never actually did it, but there's there was a woman that was parking um, her really nice. I don't know Maserati. I don't know what it is. Nice car. Okay, and, you don't maybe, know. Cars. No, maybe Mercedes. Right? There is someone in town that has a Maserati. <laughs> so anyway, um. Uh, she was parking in the the parking lot, and it looked sort of similar to my coworker's car, who was I think it might be thirty thousand dollars for this car, and this other woman's car might be like I don't know over a hundred thousand. Yeah, right. Yeah. And we were joking, 
that the next time she sees her, she like fumbles at this other woman's car. She's like, oh my gosh, our yeah. cars look so similar. <laughs> I so I there, I forget all the time. I think it's my car. I walk up to it and I'm like, why isn't my key working? Right. And it would that would kill someone if they spent like over a hundred thousand on a car and you spent thirty, right? Or it's like a secondhand car and you're just like, I confuse our cars all the time. You or, must too, right? Or or like, maybe it, it presents an excellent opportunity for that other person to throw some shit. Yo, right? So it's like, like, yes. like, oh, oh no, they're they're a bit different. <laughs> with, with with maybe a, maybe a, a slight wince or like a, like an eye roll or like a, oh no, they're just different. <laughs> There's just something about them. Right? JD, do you ever throw shade? I'm sure I do. I can't think of any examples <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, I think what I do sometimes, if I think somebody is doing something they shouldn't be doing, I will just ask them questions yes. in a way that just like increasingly implies that I think they're incompetent. That, that um, is, yes. But I don't my... directly say that. I'm just like, so what are your qualifications for this work that you're doing? Because yes! <laughs> so, I haven't directly called them out, but I have heavily oh, insinuated yes. that, that. That's good shit. They're, that's, they're not doing that's what they like should the be most doing. Man, that's like the most malicious. Level of shade. <laughs> you're like just like you're si- you're pretending to be interested, and you're like just asking questions, and then they can feel it, so they're becoming angry at your question, yes. and then you're just like, I'm just asking a question. I am. Yeah, I mean, it, this I'm definitely so is gaslighting, it's so and it's definitely something that I yes. try not to do. Yeah. Um, no, do it more. Do I'm it more. too direct so. for that. I usually just like. <laughs> That sounds stupid, right? <laughs> or I'm just I, I like, or I'm just like, I think you're wrong. More direct as a culture, but I'm just kind of a coward, so it's just an easier oh, way to no. get around that. Oh no, gaslighting and shit! I live for it all. What is it? Oh, my goodness, Gaslight so girl boss. There's a third <laughs> one. I don't remember what it is. Uh, yes. yes, this is, I I love this. Okay, so in the last term, we'll talk about is turning. Now, turning is something that I don't really agree with. I don't think it's a really a thing because if you're if it was so 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 turning is when you take someone or or someone who is let's say straight and then you a queer person you make them no longer so so and i just don't think that's a thing it's like because okay so at worst this would be uh can, can we say at worst this would be sexual assault right it's yes. like yeah and at best it's like you're i don't know uh, ruining someone's life like i don't, yeah. I, I don't like yeah. it so i so people will, will ask me sometimes like have you ever turned someone and i'll say uh i'm not into count dracula okay <laughs> <laughs> that's why your skin looks so great like, joe you're like, a vampire like, i'm not count dracula okay like uh, like there are pe- <laughs> sucking the blood of straight <laughs> turning them all into queers i'm gonna leave that one alone but uh so no i'm not count dracula i've never turned anybody like sure i've had experiences with people who were curious because sexuality is fluid right. and so there are people who want to try things and do things and and I I feel like I present as a safe space right mm. so but no I've never turned anybody I'm not a, a, a spider biting you spider man like, this idea of turning also really I think comes down to this idea of like predatory queer people like exactly. we're out there we're in the streets we're looking for you yeah, we're coming you better watch yes. out it's not like <laughs> that kids, your wife. <laughs> yeah it's it's that's not what it is it's you, you know it, it it's 
you know, if somebody's having like their first queer relationship with you and they're like, oh, you turn them. And I'm like, no, like, no. no, they were they were curious and they came to me like I, I know it's it, it's just, I think if if queer people had the power to turn, I think there'd be more queer people. I, yeah, I was going to say there Definitely. wouldn't be any. Straight <laughs> Can I say that on the air? I should not say that. Oh. Um, no. Yeah, I think I think uh, all of this is where my we're talking about my terrible gaydar is that like. I have had crushes on almost all of my guy friends growing up. Oh yeah, even till today, man. I mean, there's still crushes that I have. I'm just like, yeah, that was the crush of 2020, and it was <laughs> the crush of 2021, and it's like goes nowhere because they're straight. They're straight. <laughs> they're always straight. Just gotta get over it. Yeah. But yeah, so so turning is is a term that just quite frankly annoys me. Yeah, it's yes. wrong. It, it it annoys me. Like like sure. People are people are curious. People yeah, want to experience things. There's a, there's a gamut. There's a spectrum, and everyone falls on it somewhere. Like some people are just like, oh yeah, I have this best friend who I think he's he's attractive, uh, but it goes nowhere. Maybe it's like admiration, or maybe mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I want to do whatever with this person, and and it, so it's it's all along that spectrum. But no. I've never turned and, anyone, and, and I don't think that's. Although, even if a you'd thing. like to be turned, you can call me it. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, Ryan is offering. Ryan McHale. <laughs> My turning services are. <laughs> turn down service. <laughs> turn down service. <laughs> turn down for what? So. Uh, on the same note, I think it's also important to talk about sort of like the inverse. Like, this is one that I hear a lot as like a queer woman, where like if there is, a, you know, a woman who identifies as a lesbian and maybe does end up in a relationship with a man or um, has oh, sex yeah. with the man like it seems it, it seems particularly to be straight men who are like oh I turned that lesbian or like I'm yes. gonna turn the lesbian not but I mean I'm not a queer man so I don't know do you guys ever experience that with absolutely. straight women absolutely absolutely really oh yes people are definitely. like I'm gonna make Joe straight definitely oh yeah no, has so, that not happened you to know you what? Ryan maybe it, no maybe not or maybe it went over your head <laughs> maybe it went over I've, I, yeah I don't know I've, you know what <laughs> I didn't even think about that but no it does absolutely work both both ways because I've had so many I mean even all the time, where, where women will, will say, "Oh, are, are you sure you've, you've just are, never are been you with sure the right you're, you're one? You're gay. You just haven't done this. You just haven't done that." I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, it's the idea of like, oh, if the right, right person right. came along, and you know, like people are complex, and and I've definitely read, you know, memoirs of like women who are like, "I am a lesbian, and I love this one man," or, or vice versa, or whatever. Absolutely, right? that does happen, but you know, like deliberately going out of their way to be like, I'm going to turn Joe. Like, I'm that's gonna, not, I'm going to turn this person. That. I've got the, 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 the magic, magic touch, stick. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the, the one thing though, that I think is important to say too, is that, um, cause I know a lot of, of people that are, let's say bi or, um, yeah, let's say bi. Right. Um, and they're in a heterosexual relationship yes. where then people tell them that sexual. Right. I, right. And I oh hate that. Oh my goodness. And when I've heard I, it from the queer community yes, too. When I no, first we, came out, like I, I have so much like trauma, like, <laughs> like tacked right into it. When I was first dating my first girlfriend and I was like 20 years old and I was in this like real serious relationship. And, and, and like, I, I use the, the term queer, but I'm attracted to people of all genders. And earlier in my life, I did use the term bisexual and my girlfriend now, the, right? well they're kind of different but they're we can similar, but visit different. that later yes, yes. Um, my girlfriend she had an older sister who was a lesbian and they were like much older and she had this like group of like older lesbian women and they were wow, just so it, I mean it also was kind of cool but like we I had so I had some really negative experiences with these group of oh. women 
and they were like you need to come out right now as a lesbian like bisexuality isn't real Whoa. and like and I was like That's closeted living toxic. at my parents house trying to finish my degree and they were just very like you need to come out and I'm like I'm gonna get kicked out of my parents house off to drop out of college I'm actually bisexual like it was just <laughs> this whole mess of things because they just like didn't believe yeah. that being bisexual was a thing and then right. when I broke up with my girlfriend I had a, I had a very close gay friend and he was like well that's because you're really straight so like there is all of this like biphobia uh. in the queer community and I think it's gotten better this was all happening like 12 years ago not to age myself <laughs> um, but I do think it has improved no we yeah. can definitely have a whole episode about about bisexual erasure because yeah. yes. it, it happens in the straight community and in the queer community it's like, we're going to be having a segment actually in our next scene that is talking about bi erasure specifically of bi men yes, yes. Oh, so that'll yeah. be really cool yeah. yeah so I think it's an it's definitely an issue um, that maybe oh, yeah. we could address especially yeah. with men because yeah. I think bi women tend to get more like sexualized yes I think that's the yeah, issue as and, well and bi men are just like no you're just gay like you're yeah. just gay that's it agreed or bisexuality yeah. is like a stop on the way to gaydom agreed Whatever. exactly to gaydom <laughs> to gaydom <laughs> welcome to the, the gaydom the great <laughs> the great palaces of gaydom <laughs> God, I wish there was palaces. Oh, sometimes there are palaces. <laughs> I'm just Depends saying. Who you I, know, know. I know some pretty cool people. So, so. Okay. All right. So, yeah. So, you know what? I think we should end it there. Yeah. We, I think we, 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 should, we should come back to terms because I think that could be a cool segment. Yes. I really like that. And you know what? I think next week we should do like a whole episode on bisexual. Yeah. On bisexual erasure because it's a big thing. You know, yeah. the, the, the first guy I was. I ever um, had an experience with was a, a 50-50 bisexual and and it, it took a while for me to understand what that meant but it's like this is real stuff uh, so anyways uh, thank you guys for tuning in to uh, for First City Forum on Queer Talk Wednesday thank you Ryan thank you JD thanks for having us our thank show you. is brought to you by Providence Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics and if you're curious to know more about uh, Loud and Queer magazine please check them out on loudandqueerketchacan.com you can support them by donating to their Venmo. That's Loud and Queer Ketchikan on Venmo or through the Ketchikan Pride Alliance, which we are affiliated with. Um, have a the, good day. the next ep, uh, zine will come out sometime in February, so be on the lookout yes. for that. And have a fantastic day. Oh, no. <laughs> I actually have something else to talk about. So we've got basketball games happening this week. Uh, today at 6, the, uh, the girls' basketball team will be playing at West Valley High School. The boys will be playing at 7.30. Uh, Today, uh, t- tomorrow, the girls will be playing at four at two forty-five um, at Lathrop High School. The boys will be playing at four thirty. Friday, the girls will be playing at Lathrop once more if they win. I think it's something about if if they win or lose or something like that. Uh, and, and then the boys will be playing at seven thirty. Or if they lose, they'll play at 4.30. And then Saturday, the girls will play at 3.40. So there are a few basketball games happening this weekend. I'll be I'll be on the boards for those. So if you, if you don't hear anything, call me and scream at me and say, Joe, you incompetent fool. Uh, turn <laughs> on the, uh, the, the, the airwaves. Uh, so, yeah, be on the lookout for those. I'm excited. Uh, I'm, last week, the, uh, the K-High teams won all the games. Whoa. Oh, that's awesome. impressive. They were killing it. Go they K-Hi. were killing it. So go K-High. Uh, K-High Kings, I think is the name. You know what? I was never 
never a basketball person. I was always tall, so the the coaches would scout me out in the hallways and surround me like vultures. Like, you should be on this sports team. You should be on this sports team. Like, I'm not athletic. <laughs> I was not athletic in high school at all. Anyways, uh, you, you guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow where we have straight talk with Rachel Brighthouse. <laughs> I love. I, I love. Do to, you really? Oh have yeah. Oh yeah. Talk? Oh yeah. I love having straight talk with uh with. Rachel Brighthelp after Queer Talk because we just talk about the craziest things and we literally just go off for an hour about all the things that just make us angry. Uh, yes, I love <laughs> it. That's awesome. It's the best. Okay. Uh, talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>